Additional support for Heat Tree Radio is provided by Dry Coolers, designers and builders of industrial cooling systems, on the web at www.drycoolers.com. Contact Dry Coolers for any of your industrial cooling needs. Today's episode of Heat Treat Radio focuses in on the Heat Treat world's most prestigious event, a place where manufacturers with in-house heat treating, especially in the aerospace, automotive, medical, and energy sectors, can spend a couple of days and learn more about emerging technologies and business processes than any other heat treat event in the world. If you're looking for that one place where you can invest your time and know that you'll walk away happy, then today's Heat Treat Radio episode is one you'll want to hear. Hi, I'm your Heat Treat Radio host, Doug Glenn, also the publisher of Heat Treat Today, which can be found on the web at www.heattreattoday.com. You can find other episodes of Heat Treat Radio by Googling Heat Treat Radio or by subscribing to Heat Treat Radio on iTunes or SoundCloud. Today we're talking with three people about two related events. Ann Goyer, the Executive Vice President of the Industrial Heating Equipment Association, also known as IHEA. That's our first guest, Ann Goyer from IHEA. Here's our second guest. Hi, Doc. That's Ava from Temperatures. That's Ava Rowe from Therm Process. Ava is one of the lead people at Mesa Dusseldorf, North America in Chicago. More about MDNA toward the end of the podcast. And last but not least, we'll talk to... I'm Peter Sherwin. I work for Eurotherm by Schneider Electric. All three of these individuals have a unique perspective on two related events. The events are the North American-based International Therm Process Summit held earlier this year in Atlanta. ITPS, as it is known, is an every-other-year event owned by Mesa Dusseldorf in Dusseldorf, Germany, and managed here in the States by Ann Goyer's Industrial Heating Equipment Association. The second and related event is Therm Process, which is the world's undisputed largest heat-treating show held in Dusseldorf every four years with the next event being held in 2019 on June 25 through 29. Let's talk first about the North American event, ITPS, which was held, as I mentioned, earlier this year, from July 30th through August 1st in Atlanta, or more accurately, it was held in Buckhead, an upscale suburb of Atlanta. And Goyer. ITPS is an outgrowth of the Therm Process trade show that's held in Dusseldorf, Germany, every four years. And uh, they decided that they needed something in the, in the interim year. So every two years, there's been an International Therm Process Summit, which is obviously much smaller. But it's an executive-level forum uh, that brings higher management together to discuss all the things that are important to manufacturing today. And the first one was in Germany about six years ago, I believe. And I attended that. And we thought this would be a great thing for IKEA to sponsor here in the States. So we've worked with the folks um, over at Mesa Dusseldorf, and we've produced, this is the second one we've done here in the U.S. The first one was in Chicago in 16, and then the second one was in Atlanta. 
2014 was, in fact, the first event in Dusseldorf. I was there. At the time, I was the publisher of Industrial Heating Magazine. It was an impressive event, and IEA has done a real nice job replicating the quality content and professionalism that was evident in that first event in Germany. So how about this most recent event in Atlanta? If you were there, you know how good it was. If you missed it, here's a first-hand account of just how effective it was. Peter Sherwin from Eurotherm by Schneider Electric was at the first North American ITPS in Chicago in 2016 and was also in Atlanta this year. Here's what he had to say about the 2018 event in comparison with the 2016 event and the overriding themes of the 2018 event. It was a really worthwhile event. Well, it's interesting, both of us were at our previous event as well in Chicago. Um, and it's, it, it is exciting to see a bit of the shift between the events. Um, I think there was certainly a bit more emphasis on technology and Internet of Things and cybersecurity. But also around uh, people, people management, attracting people to uh, to this industry. So those were the, the two major themes. But we had uh, we had an update as usual for the marketplace, uh, what was moving as far as government activities and things like that. Peter and I attended both of the North American events, as well as an untold number of other North American heat treat industry events. And I walked away with the impression that this was one of the top events when it came to the quality of the presentations made. I asked Peter his opinion. Yeah, I mean, it was a jam-packed agenda. So we covered a lot of items. But I think having mentioned the themes, I think it's the first time that really we've gone a bit deeper on things like people management and attracting talent to the industry. So that was, that was very useful and, and useful to have the, the audience listening to uh, a variety of present, presentations giving the same uh, type of message. I asked Peter which talk stuck out most to him. His first answer was the opening presentation given by Dr. Irene Petrick of Intel, Peter Sherwin. So I saw the presentation by Dr. Petrick from Intel was very good, and that started off the, the conference. Um, a couple of points on that. One would be that data is the new oil. So uh, everything around data is going to be more and more important as we move into the future. But also the ability to share that data with the right people. So we've had the philosophy in the past of just keeping the data to ourselves, and that really doesn't help the entire supply chain be as efficient as possible. So actually, you should mention about that change in philosophy of, of sharing data with both suppliers as well as customers. And then just the overall change in how we're going to engage with technology and how uh, technology and humans will be able to work together uh, to provide more efficient solutions. Peter also had something to say about the presentation made by Dr. Amber Selking of the Selking Performance Group. He thought it was a bit controversial. Again, Peter Sherwin. I thought that was really, really good uh, talk. One thing I pulled out, and it might be a bit controversial, was her comment about leadership boards and PMS. So she used the acronym PMS, 
as pale, male, and stale, and, and saying that we're, we're completely desperate for diversity of gender and age on today's leadership teams. I mean, especially when you think about the millennial generation and technology or playing more and more a dominant role in the success of businesses going forward, we need to have those people having an input into those, those teams. I think some of the younger generation, we, we forget that they have, uh, certainly in some of the newer technologies, they've got more experience of those technologies than someone that's been in the industry 20, 30 years. So it's important, it's more important today to take the advice from all parts of, of the business. Another talk that Peter remembered was the talk by Noel Ginsberg, CEO of CareerWise in Colorado. Yeah, so tomorrow's talent today and modern day apprenticeships. So this, this was interesting because emerging school and industry in the last couple of years of high school based on a, a program that they had researched from Switzerland I was fortunate enough to go through a, a similar situation when I was just starting with the industry. And I took a year gap before going to college and spent a year in industry. And it was the most worthwhile thing that I, I did. So, yeah, Noel's got a, a good opportunity there to bring some talent into the industry. And he's, he's spreading it across some different applications as well. So not just uh, industrial applications, but also healthcare, etc. Another presenter, a gentleman by the name of Chad Hunt from the Atlanta Bureau of the FBI, came and spoke to the gathered heat treat leaders about cybersecurity, something he deals with daily. He had some pretty frightening tales. Your reaction? Yes. Uh, I mean, he basically said, always have a plan. Something is going to happen to you as far as cybersecurity, so have a plan. Practice the plan and just assume it's going to happen. I think the key thing for everyone just to, to note is more and more um, manufacturing ERPs are being targeted, particularly around ransomware. Um, and so he deals with that on a sort of a daily, monthly basis. And he says, don't, don't uh, hesitate in getting in contact with your local FBI office if you have an issue. There are some resources out there that he mentioned uh, as far as in the U.S., the NIST cybersecurity framework. Uh, that's a very useful resource to go and check out just to make sure that you get a decent plan in place. It was a fascinating, or should I say, scary talk. It's the world we live in. So do you think it is an event worth attending? Definitely. It's, it's only a couple of days of investment of your time and you get a lot of information about where the market is, uh, the economy, what the political climate is, as well as an update on things like technology and some of the other trends within business. And I think the key one that you and I have both picked up on was the focus on the millennial generation and the change of the labor structure going into business. And that's going to go forward. That's just going to become a bigger and bigger pressure to make sure that you take advantage of different types of skills within business. I asked Ann Goyer what the overall impression was from attendees at this year's ITPS in Atlanta. 
ITCPS this year was it was an amazing event because everybody that attended was very excited and very enthusiastic about the wide array of speakers and topics we had. You know, it's it's always a challenge with an event like this because um, we want a broad reach. We're not just talking about something specific in the therm process industry. We talked about everything from the factory of the future to threats and opportunities in the industry. We, we talked about risk management. We talked about cybersecurity. Um, so there was a lot of different things we covered that were very valuable to attendees. And I have to say, in looking at the evaluation report, this is by far the best evaluation report I've ever seen for an event that we've done, including several people that that gave speakers excellent plus. They actually wrote that into their forms. So it was really, <laughs> I've never had that before, and we had several people do it. Um, so it, it was really a great event for leaders of our industry. The networking opportunities were terrific between breaks and lunches and dinners. Everybody really came together and, and got a lot of great information and out of it and met a lot of great people because of it. I even had somebody tell me that they plan to bring their entire management team next time. And what about next time? We haven't even had a chance to decompress yet. Um, I'm just finished the evaluation report and pulling all the, the final information together for the IKEA board who will make that decision. But certainly from the, the rave reviews that we got for this year's event, I certainly hope that we'll be able to continue to do it. You know, we, We're looking at every two-year pattern, so that would be 2020. Um, but we'll know more on that once we have our, our board together again. And in the meantime, while the IEA Board of Directors is deciding if, when, and where they might have ITPS in North America, Mesa Dusseldorf is planning its next once-every-four-year event next year from June 25 to 29 in Dusseldorf, Germany. Here's Ava Rowe, who we met earlier to tell us first a little bit more about her organization, MDNA, and then about this Barnburner 2019 event. MDNA is the U.S. office of the trade show organizer Messe Düsseldorf. So MDNA stands for Messe Düsseldorf North America. We handle all the American exhibitors and visitors for all the trade shows that Messe Düsseldorf puts on around the world, um, many, many different countries, overall about 100 shows that we're involved in, and uh, the um, quartet that we call it the Bright World of Metal, Gifa Mitek Campus Newcast um, is one of those shows, and um, that's every four years. And here in the States, a team of 13 is taking care of the attendees and the exhibitors for those shows as well. Ava referred to a quartet of shows which they've called the Bright World of Metals. The four events that are combined into this Bright World of Metals are Mitek, Therm Process, Gifa, and Newcast. Here's Ava to explain more about this quartet of shows. What we're trying to do with these uh, shows is to really create one entire platform for the entire metals industry. So um, it starts theoretically with this, um, with METEC, where it is about metal making, steel production, and so on. And then we have Tempo Tests, where um, the focus is on the industrial furnaces and equipment for industrial heating treat- heat treatment and thermal processes overall. And uh, then there is GIFA, which is foundry equipment. And then there is Newcast, which is um, where the foundries themselves exhibit their capabilities. So it's a little bit of a value chain that we are trying to create here. And... Um, 
And this is how we felt um, we are really giving the 72,000 attendees that are coming to see all those shows, um, you know, an overview of what there is in the entire industry. And Film Process has um, about 320 exhibitors, so around 300 is what we always have, and then um, about, uh, you know, 10, 15% of the attendees are saying they're coming specifically for term process. So when we ask for a visitor number, it's um, between 7,000 and 7,500 usually that we have for term process. So just to give us North Americans a perspective on 7,000 to 7,500 attendees at a heat treat trade show, that is easily two to three times as many visitors than the two leading North American heat treat events. Point being, Therm Process is a big event, the largest in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is still the heat treat event for the world, no question. Um, and it's only every four years, so the attendees and also the exhibitors are really focusing on innovation for Therm Process, and, um, and we certainly see that, that people are working towards Therm Process, and, and also all the big uh, manufacturers are certainly there and are displaying their product. So, Ava, having been at every Therm process since 1999, I can attest firsthand that this is a multinational event and not just a German show. I'm looking at the website for Therm process, which is, by the way, www.thermprocess-online.com, and it says that for the 2015 event, which was the last one held, that roughly 50% of the 300-some exhibitors were from Germany and the rest from outside Germany, and that of the 7,000-plus visitors, slightly more than half were from outside Germany. Germany seems to have a slight home court advantage here, but this does not appear to be a German-only event. True? That is absolutely correct, and um, you know the numbers for 2011 were 305, and uh, for the exhibitors, and um, and a similar proportion. So that's you know it's about um, it's about 50 50 um, Germany and uh, and international. What you can see here is that Germany is still a powerhouse in this you know in this industry, and um, you know that's why the show you know is there. But overall, interesting enough, it's an interesting fact about trade show that about two-thirds of all the largest shows, so two-thirds of all industries have their largest show in Germany. And um, so Germany is a trade show country, but so for this industry in particular here, it's also where really a lot of the industry is. So whether it's a North American event like ITPS, which might be happening again in 2020, or the world's largest heat treat event, Therm Process 2019, in Dusseldorf, Germany, next June 25 through 29. These events are both worth your time and investment. If you're going to choose one, choose big, choose the best. And don't forget that here in North America, the two leading heat treat trade shows are Furnaces North America, in the even-numbered years, and the ASM Heat Treat Show, in the odd-numbered years. To find out more about any North American heat treat event, visit www.heattreattoday.com and take a look at our calendar of events under the resources tab on our homepage. If you'd like to get in touch with any of the people from today's Heat Treat Radio podcast, 
please feel free to contact me by email at doug at heattreattoday.com. And don't forget to check out Therm Process 2019 by going to www.thermprocess-online.com. Start making your plans to attend now. June 25 to 29, 2019 is just around the corner. To find out more about the potential International Therm Process Summit 2020, stay connected to Heat Tree today or visit the Industrial Heating Equipment Association's website at www.ihea.org. Both sites will post any future dates and locations for a 2020 event if and when the decision is made. For more Heat Treat Radio, Google Heat Treat Radio or look under the resource tab on Heat Treat Today's website at www.heattreattoday.com. Special thanks goes to Dry Coolers for their support of Heat Treat Radio. Dry Coolers, cooling systems for industry. On the web at www.drycoolers.com. This episode, as with all episodes of Heat Treat Radio, are the sole property of Heat Treat Today and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without express written consent from Heat Treat Today. If you have a topic you'd like covered on Heat Treat Radio, please contact me, Doug Glenn, at doug at heattreattoday.com. This episode was produced and mixed by Jonathan Lloyd, Butler, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Doug Glenn. Thanks for listening.